He's our Aussie correspondent. His name is Chris Russell. He's taking time out of a public holiday today. Yeah, it's the memorial holiday in Australia today. Ours is on Monday to celebrate the wonderful life of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Chris, what are you going to do for your public holiday? Well, as soon as I finish this, I'm off to a commemoration service, as I think probably a lot of Australians are. It's amazing, you know, half of Australia watched that funeral service. Now, there were four million people in Australia watched that on television. Well, I don't think there's ever been an event on television four million people have watched. Uh, and then there was another four to six million people, I estimate, watched it online. So, you know, it's amazing the the... Republican movement has lost about 10% of its vote. Now, remember, for Australia to become a Republican, they need 75% of the vote, and they need all of the states to vote in favour with 75%. Well, they're only getting 46%, so they've got no chance of the Republic getting up. So it's been uh, quite a phenomenon, the following it's had. Every single person you speak to has got comments about how magnificent the send-off for the Queen was, Jamie. Talking about holidays, Chris Russell, I reckon that uh, dirty bugger that Wallaby locked us, his swain should have got a long holiday, a hell of a lot more than six weeks. What do you say in your defence? Oh, well, I, I don't know that it was intentional. They found that it was reckless. Uh, Dave Rennie, our coach, he said he was unlucky to be yellow-carded. But the All Blacks, of course, thought it should be a red card. And, in fact, they've penalised him as though it was a red card. But um, I think they're being a little bit tricky now that they're going to include him in the, in the naming of a squad for Australian A-side, which will get rid of three of those weeks off um, before the end of this year. So uh, we'll see what happens. It, it, we, we were robbed of the entire game, so don't <laughs> grizzle too much about Quintapai having his legs taken out from under him. Farmer confidence in Australia slips to its lowest point since the drought, and I think we've decided that that's the drought from about three years ago. Mind you, it's hardly stopped raining since then, Chris. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I don't think this is anything to do with rain. This is all to do, particularly to FMD. I mean, I, I went to, I think I mentioned last week, um, I believe I belong to this think tank called Agrimines, and uh, we had a presentation from the president or the CEO of, of National Farmers Federation, and he's trying to build the turnover of agriculture in Australia to $100 billion by 2030, and he's up to about $85 billion now. But he just says he spends the whole time every morning waiting to wake up and read that foot and mouth disease has been found in Australia or lumpy skin disease has caused our exports to be banned. There are so many um, axes hanging over the top of all that production. And I think particularly the threat of foot and mouth really has got it. A lot of farmers who are concerned that, you know, virtually in a heartbeat they could, they could lose uh, all of their ability and their cattle price um, just on the even one case turning up in Australia. So I think that's the biggest culprit here. Uh, but having said that, yes, it is raining and, yes, there's good money. And if you look at a satellite picture of New South Wales at the moment, it's a sea of yellow. Everyone is growing canola because of the huge amount of money that's worth, for example, as a crop as well. So I think in the short term they're in good shape, but they are very nervous about where we might go with these diseases, Jamie. Well, you're known as the lucky country, Chris. Australians, according to you, are the world's richest people in, in the latest survey. Has this got to do with all the stuff you dig up from underground and export around the world? Yeah, I think more to do with real estate. Um, 
But uh, we've got a typical net worth now in Australia per of 274,000 in 2021, which is just ahead of Belgium, New Zealand and Hong Kong as the next three down the, the ladder. Um, and it's really soaring property prices, which lifted it by 28,000 US dollars in 2021. Now, if they do a survey this year with our prices dropping, well, they say they could drop up to 15%. Well, that might change the whole story. Um, we're scores first on medium or typical wealth, but in terms of average wealth, we're fourth, which behind Switzerland, the United States and Hong Kong. So this, this is really also a sign that our wealth in Australia is more evenly distributed than it is in those other countries where their median is well behind us. Chris Russell, thanks very much for your time. Good luck for your Parramatta Eels. We'll catch you back same time, same place next week. No worries, Jamie.